rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right. I think we're good. I think we're good. Let me. Nah, let me let me brush the hair. All right now. Brush the hair. You know what I'm saying? You got to look good. You got to be hydrated. Drink your water, ladies and gentlemen, and, it's, and prepare. And let's ride. It's another episode of Mother Talks. Safe place for keeping it player. We're keeping kosher every time, all the time. It's your boy, SL. It's the boy, T-Mac. You know, wearing the uh, Vampire and Brooklyn, Brooklyn shirt. Mm-hmm. Reggie, I still need that. But I'm going to holler at yeah, you. Yeah, man. Cool shit. How you been, sir? How you been, sir? I'm straight, man. Old, bro. I'm old. I feel all 30, bro. I feel all that shit, dog. I told you it hits you I when you hit shit. The week before you turn third, that's when it hit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this shit just came through like that, but I just be wanting to do nothing, bro. Like, and then I could do one thing and then I'd be like, all right, all right let's sit for the night. Let's go to sleep. I, yeah, I, I thought about that. I but I'm about, good, though. Good, good. I think about it often when uh, when you're just going through, like, the day-to-day stuff. When it's like, okay, you work from 8 to 5. Go through traffic. Okay, you're going through traffic. You want to get a workout in, right? So work out in from an hour, hour 15. You know what I'm saying? You want to go find something to eat. You know, go to the grocery store. Or if you know, pick some up in the food, pick some food up. Now, before you get before you even realize it's eight o'clock, the sun coming down. Yeah, not, not even you haven't even relaxed yet. And now you gotta get nothing. ready for the next day. You can't do no laundry, you know, you can't, you know, uh and God forbid you got kids, you know, or you know, I don't know, have, fuck. I don't know how you have enough hours a day. And I realized getting older it's, it's tough. Getting older and being an adult, it's a constant, it's a constant cycle of just being tired. All but the can't time. But can't go to but you can't rest. It's wild. But you can't rest. You get the constant sense of being tired, like you're tired when you wake up, tired at work, tired after lunch. Tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tired before you get. I'll be taking sleep. energy shit now. Look, I'll be look, taking. Look at, look at the. Look at this nigga. I used to shit now. And five hour energy drinks. Nah, nigga, but you use y'all used to drink them shit so crazy. I'm like, that's a little too much for me. But now I fucking get it. Like I take this meal shit. Like when I be really sluggish, bro, it's this meal shit. You squirt it in your water, shake it up. And that should be giving you a, like, a little boost to get through the afternoon. You know, when you get that hangover, you know, that afternoon, little yeah. make it through. Make it fucking through. But 
just constantly being tired. I, and I realized that, like, especially, like, trying to be successful, trying to work hard, you're just going to be in a constant state of tired. It sucks. But you're just always going to be running below, like, a half a tank. Like, you just keep – oh, you can never get to full. Like, vacation probably gets you all the way to full. But you only get so many vacations a year. You running, like, half a tank every all the time. And it's this, it's this capitalist work because you said, like, eight to five, bro, like, that eats up so much of your, your energy, just working that shit, brain power, all of that. Like, I remember before I switched, before I got this little change in my position, my, I was working 10 to 6, and I liked it because I started this little workout boot camp. I was going to the gym at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Waking up at 4 a.m., being at the gym at 5. Mm-hmm. And then I worked from 5 to maybe like 6.37. Then I would come home seven at 7 to 10. I'd come home, take a shower eat breakfast, chill, be at work at 10. And that was a routine I really liked. But then job change, position change, I couldn't, I can't do that no more. So now trying to work out in the afternoon, you get off work, but you still, like you said, you got to cook, figure out what you want to cook, go to the grocery store, cook it, then then try to go to the gym or go to the gym before that and then come home and you're tired and then you got to cook, do laundry, get ready for the next day. Got, like you said, God forbid you got kids, you know what I'm saying, watch a little TV, hang out with your significant other it's mm-mm-mm. i don't want to do shit on the weekend bro i don't even know if you see my tweet i put outside with the with the little wayne picture where he was like trying to keep money away from the yeah. trooper. outside is not even a pit like i don't know if it's post 30 i've been 30 for like three weeks now <laughs> i don't want to go nowhere I don't it's, go it's a combination of that outside being expensive and being tired, bro. Like, and I, and I think, I think it's a, it's for me. It's like we don't have that much time during the week just to ourselves, or even to your snippets or your kids, or just to not do shit and not think. So the fact that like you have quote unquote, let's say two days, and I only say two days because I count Friday after work and then to like six on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's like because you know after like six seven Sundays you getting ready for the next week, and after Friday you still got to work Friday, so that that classifies that classifies me as two days. So you get two mm-hmm. days to like really just decompress if you want to, you know what I'm saying? And you can re- we can you can recreate outside in the crib. You can, bro. Stay- this not even my keep it funky. But I understand why people sell their souls to become famous and become popular so they don't got to do this shit. <laughs> like, I get it. I, I get understand it. why people sell their souls, do have no cut cards, set, uh, compromise their values and suck dick and do suck dick and fly spirit. Shout out to Child Amigos. I love that bar. <laughs> Nigga said she's sucking dick and fly spirit. Girl, you need to... <laughs> He said, girl, you need to get some good shit right. But um, it, it, it'll make you want to do some shit like that just to break it up because the day-to-day, bro, the grind to just keep your head above water, you know what I'm saying? Just stay in that half a tank, you know what I'm saying? And not, you know what I'm saying? Not being, not going broke, not mentally breaking down, not not physically breaking down, you know what I'm saying? Not being, like, you got to a lot of shit to manage. You got to manage your health, relationships, your finances, you know what I'm saying? And then try to then try to excel 
and and beat out the people that's you know what I'm saying not the people yeah beat out the people that's trying to do the same thing you're doing. Woo! Yeah, that's uh my one of my uh, good coworkers. He has a podcast. Shout out to John. Uh, he he like his first two episodes. He was slandering hustle culture, <laughs> and I get it now. Like I mean, I got it before, but I get it now. Like. You, you know, you shouldn't be living the life trying to beat the rat race and trying, like, ideally you want to work to live and to, you know, supply your lifestyle and so you can do the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. But if you're spending your all your 24-7 trying to hustle to get a dollar, that's, you talked about trying to, you're living below uh, half, you're living mm-hmm. at a quarter tank because your hands down all the time. You barely mm-hmm. see your, you know, your child or your, you know, family because you're grinding for the dollar. I mean, granted, that money is gonna help you take your family on vacations or whatnot, but you're gonna be mm-hmm. missing a lot of, uh, you know, critical time uh, with your, you know, with you know, people you love. And by the time you blink, it's been 10, 15 years, and you know, missed events, you know, miss your, you know, your kids, uh, you know, depending on, you know, how, you know, the way you live. You might be mm-hmm. living in those parts of life. You might have just, you know, you forgot about your family because, you know, you don't want to go home. So you just fuck, you fuck your se- secretary or whatever. Now you got a second family and, you know, <laughs> you don't go home because you quote unquote working. <laughs> you live life crazy. Yeah. You know, fire out of control. Start a whole, start a second family and you can't manage your first one. <sighs> yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, that balance is real. That people we talk about balance a lot. Everyone, everyone talks about balance a lot. But that's the the most one of the most difficult things to to really to really achieve. You know, work life yeah. balance, especially in America, man. It suck you dry. Suck you dry, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. But um, you gotta keep it funny though. I mean. Yeah, we're going to get off the yeah. heavy shit. All right, so pick uh, one or two. Pick a number. Number one or number two. And that's going to determine number, which one I'll number, number two is my favorite number, so we'll go with that. Two is your favorite number. Okay, so I'll do the second one that I was going to do. It might be a little bit funnier than the other one. All right, so I'm just going to read it. If you wear stainless steel jewelry... You are a different breed. Okay. Have you seen you seen these human beings, right? And they'll have on like a, a, a chain or a necklace or a ring. And it's like you look at it, you'd be like, all right, what metal is that? And you look yeah. at it, you're like, that's a steel, that's a steel ring. Stainless like, steel is crazy, kind of crazy. Like I've heard of like gold. <laughs> No, no, no. Not gold plate. Gold plate. Yes, but even okay. You're right. Gold plate is stainless steel. Boom. That might be something, but at least it's gold plated, right? Or it's yeah. gold colored, or it's the color that makes you look like it could be gold, right? I'm talking about people that are wearing stainless steel metal jewelry. Like, no, I mean, listen, that's, that's, a, that's that's disgusting. That's disgusting. And it won't look silver. It won't look. You know what I'm saying it don't look platinum. It's literally. You can tell that's a steel ring or that's a steel necklace. 
And we'll even equate this to people. You ever see a nigga wear like a, a bicycle chain around his neck or some shit? Like he's rocking it like it's fashion. Yeah. But he, but the bicycle chain, ain't, he ain't go completely golf it. He ain't, he ain't bringing the look all the way around. Mm-hmm. I want you to pay attention. Jewelry says a lot about people. Now, mm-hmm. you know, black black people, we we, we love the CZs. Chris, I know you love the CZs. I got everybody right here. The Cuban Zirconias. You know what I'm saying? For the people that don't know what I'm talking about. But the Cuban Zirconia is trying to look like a diamond. Or it's just, it, it's something shiny. You're right? It's yeah. shiny. And then the, the 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 earring is probably gold or some, you know what I'm saying? Or it looks like it's trying to be silver, right? But mm-hmm. that's that says something about people. Are right, you trying to just a little study, a little study got in his ear, boom, diamond stud, boom. That's a look. But if you ever see a nigga walking, rocking just a metal chain, like you were like, yo, that shit's metal. He just got he got metal around his neck and not a precious metal, a stainless steel in particular. Be wary of these people. They might rob you because I think they they they, they have nothing to love for. Because <laughs> you know why? I just nothing? think they're unpredictable. These are the school shooters. These are the mass shooters. I'm trying to tell you. Stainless just, steel jewelry wearers. They might rob you. They might rob you. You know what I'm you saying? Because they're trying to look. They're trying to go for the look, so they have nothing else to live for than that look. So you yeah. know where I got this from? I got this from watching reality TV. If you look at people on reality TV, they're like it's a certain people, it's certain obviously take you have to have a certain money to afford jewelry or like you know what I'm saying, some shit passed down, but you only pass down nice jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Your grandmother's ring, your grandfather's watch, your great, you know what I'm saying? That's these are quality things. But when people go out and buy bullshit quality stuff and then they rock a lot of it, yeah. it's like What's the purpose? Like, what are you trying? What? Because normally, fake it till you make it, right? Niggas will buy fake diamonds and shit like that. But at least they're trying to—they're trying to to look with the fake diamonds. But if you're not even trying with the fake, you just going straight steel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's—it's—it's—I'm it's, trying. I'm gonna—I'm gonna post some pictures of niggas that I'm talking about. Stainless steel jewelry wears. That's disgusting. It's—it's it's nasty, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, I okay. I have a keep fuck this week. I just uh, you know, people have too much fun on the internet, right? And I know there's the running joke with the glizzies and everything like that, but I saw a video today. This today, shout out to you know the guy Pop uh, Pop Vas Vasquez. Great photo. Yeah, there was a video that he found somewhere where the guy did this to the to the hot dog. Which is oh, wow. outstanding. Out of pocket. Wow, you see, he did, he did the equilateral uh, photo. He measured it? Oh, he did a, a panoramic. Yeah, the panoramic photo. The, the equilateral, whatever it's called, photo. That's disgusting, man. That's disgusting. Wow. It's just like you're having too much fun, and I understand that. I think I think. Oh, problem, it went into his mouth. Yes, yes, and I think the, the the reason I have a problem with this one is it's egregious. It's beyond egregious. And then two, and this is a theme where I think there's a certain community that is stealing, trying to repurpose our jokes in the black community. 
mm-hmm. and they're just doing it wild egregious and quote unquote white like only white people will like because you know the running joke in the black community is about you know hot dogs and glizzies and if you're you know eating hot dogs you're a wild nigga right that's the joke yeah. that's the running joke yes, it's a joke but, making you making you uncomfortable yes but white white men particularly you know they're okay with just taking things to the next level right yeah. and just and just and, and it's another white people but it is a certain Trader y'all to steal jokes and do it and try to repurpose it to an unhealthy level. Very gay. Very gay. Yeah, I mean, gay, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 the first person I saw you know, do a nut tap was a white person. You know what I'm saying? They were tapping nuts. They were, you know, doing, calling uh, eggs in a basket, whatever, you know, high school. They were pulling <laughs> nuts out. They would do, you know, borderline homosexual activities, but it was all fun of just white boy activity. So it's, uh, you know, I'm starting to realize this and it's a a pattern. Like when you start seeing like social media platforms uh, talk about black Air Force activity, you know Mm. what I'm saying? ESPN did a post where Giannis, like game three or game four, walked in with black Air Force One. We know black Air Force One is that joke, running joke is a black community joke. ESPN it's not a black-owned platform, where you, and especially and if they knew what Black Air Force acti- Air Force One activity really stood for, mm-hmm. it doesn't match with your brand. You know what I'm saying? No, no. They want to take what. Listen, they if they're doing. You just caught them in the act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're catching them in the act because you know some most of the time we be looking back like, damn, white people just took that shit from niggas and then just you know what I'm saying? That was a whole ad campaign. For Target, you feel me? Yeah. But that's what the shout out to Andre 3000 and um, Hollywood Divorce. He said, everything start off as a good little hood thing. You know what I'm saying? And yep. then just take it and then they fucking commodify it. That's why, just like we talking about back that ass up. You see what they did? It was a good little hood thing. Next thing you know, they're trying to, you know what I'm saying? And now they talking about Air Force Ones on, on ESPN and Glizzies, oh, now it's all about glizzies. But to speak to white people doing gay shit, they push that homoerotic shit so far, bro. Like, and I, 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 I'm gonna attribute it to Hollywood for real because it's a lot of undercover shit going on, you know what I'm saying, in Hollywood. And then these are the people that's making most of the media, right? For, yeah. the, for the entire country. You know what I'm saying? People that work in entertainment, whether it be just even commercial shit, it's a lot of it's a lot of homosexual people. So I can see them playing a little homoerotic games and little playful shit, and and then that's the shit to take off. You know? Yeah, that shit was. First of that clip is just wildest. Why would you do a panorama on a hot dog into your mouth? Like, what is wrong with you, Pam? Bro, it's. I don't want to say like, I'm not gonna... like I, I love the humor, bro. Like if it's funny, it's fucking funny, right? It was just like that's unneeded. Like you, you live in a wildlife. <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, I the, the hot dog. I have no problem with the hot dog slander because I saw how hot dogs are made, right? Yeah, it is the disgusting product. Okay, is. It's hooves, it's flesh, it's skin, it's bone, it's everything. You know what I'm saying? And hey, man, 
I have no problem with the glizzy slander. Like, that's one thing I'm not going to, just like, <laughs> I was thinking about it too, where just like I'm not going to defend, because people have been talking about Bill Cosby, just like I'm not going to defend the legal system, like I'm not going to defend the court and call for justice because I don't fuck with the court. I'm not going to sit here and def- defend the hot dog because I don't fuck with the hot dog like that. You know what I'm saying? Damn, you don't like a glizzy? Listen, I've had a great, I've had pause. I've had, <laughs> I've had very everything you say is everything I say is gonna sound mad gay. <laughs> I've had I've had delicious barbecues that I've been to and had on my plate a hot dog, and it was part of a very good meal, right? Okay. I've been fulfilled by fulfilled. Hot dogs have been good, Paul. Yo, you remember. <laughs> I didn't you see that's what I was trying to say. Yo. If I say a delicious hot dog, if I say I was satisfied by the hot dog, it's all going to sound worse. I've had good hot dogs. <laughs> Pause. So I'm not going to sit here and like forget my whole life and be like, oh, I've never been to a barbecue and had a hot dog. Yes, of course I have. But as I've grown older and seeing how food is made, especially that processed food, that's one food I'm like, y'all can have. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I'm good on that. Okay. I have not willingly, I have not willingly eaten a hot dog since before the glizzy shit started. Probably when I first went vegetarian. So that was 2016. Yeah, like 2016 when I gave up meat. So there you go. That's five years. I'm trying to think. I don't think I had a glizzy per se, but you know, I had a, a pause. And I had a hot Italian sausage. <laughs> you know, saw, listen, now that's where that's, that's where I'm, I'll be. Listen, a good pause, a good sausage. <laughs> a good sauce. Listen, a good. I, I love pause. I, I eat turkey now, so I will. I a nice Italian sausage. Okay. <laughs> Let's just change the subject, Chris. You started out. You this whole keeper funky was sus to begin with. Of course, we got sus talking about sausages and hot dogs and shit. Shout out to LGBTQ man. Yeah. But the glizz stop with stop eating all this shit, bro. Stop eating, stop eating hot dogs. <laughs> that's it chop up your, and chop up your sausages see listen if you're gonna eat a glizzy you might as well eat it proudly bro like don't don't hide away from the glizzy like, that's now you're just not living your true life you get it you, you know? gotta be on a bash if you're gonna do if you're gonna do it do it yeah but, just do it like you know uh i've had some good glizzy paws uh you know with some ketchup mustard you know with a or you know some glizzy but uh some cheese and some mustard, hot mustard. You know, I've had some Chicago glizzies. Pause. Uh, <laughs> they, they do it with like the... Listen, the, I don't need you to detail me all of the sausage and phallic-like <laughs> foods that you've eaten. Like, just just say you... See, that's what I was trying to say, and I couldn't get it out, but I kept laughing. Yes, I've eaten fucking hot dogs, and they tasted good. Yes, I've had good sausages. Pause. Okay? I'm not going to sit... I'm not gonna sit here and say that the, these things have not been tasty. Okay, pause. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But even talk about it, 
Hey, I'll never stop saying no homo and pause. It is funny. Okay, if you want to, if, if five, two years from now it's homophobic to say pause and no homo and all this stuff like that, I'm going to be one of the last people still rocking out. Like, I'm not going to stop. It's funny. Pause is it's, funny, man. Pause is funny. It's funny. It's just like, that's what she said. It's funny. It'll always be funny. Because we just had like a whole sus, sus segment. You got to say pause. Like, it just sounds crazy. Yeah, I like, can't it, sit here and say, yeah, I've been satisfied by a hot dog. Like, well, <laughs> I can't say that. It just sounds crazy. Like, when it, you, we know what you're talking about. You just got to, you just got to clarify that, you know, yeah, you're talking about what you're not talking about. So, you know. I listen to a lot of Lil Wayne and a lot of Dipset. <laughs> when I was, when I, and they said no homo so much that it's like, it's ingrained in my fucking head. Well, that's a great segue. We didn't even talk about that on August 1st. It's going down. Locks versus Dipset is the ultimate New York uh versus of the year uh 100%. this is i'm 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 very <laughs> excited about this one i'm anticipating this one you know um shout out to jada kiss for the only nigga with two verses uh and but listen his verses with fabulous was one of the best verses that yep. i think and the locks they i'm so looking forward to it because I don't know the locks as well as I know Jada Kiss as an uh, individual artist. Like I, yeah. um, Kiss of Death was one of my that was one of my senior year albums that I was cranking senior high school. Yeah. But uh, I'm ready for this. I'm trying to find the whole press release so I can read it. Trying to be more professional with this shit. If I had a pair of Tims, I would wear it. You know. Well, um, you gotta rock. You got to man. You might need to just cop some, bro. Like. The, uh, New York might be on alert that day, that 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 night. Like, there might be some gunshots going off that day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's good. Listen, you already know them niggas get active. It's going to be. This one so I just want to hear stories because I hear a lot of stories of the locks beating up niggas. You know, when oh, they're for sure. I just hopefully they go over. They go over a couple of them. You know, uh, some of the stories slapping up Diddy. Like D block, bro. Come on, son. D block. So uh it all goes down live on August 3rd, New York City. Uh the ladies versus face-off has been announced. Dipset will face the locks in their shared hometown of New York, August 3rd. This versus will be a ticketed in-person event scheduled for August 3rd at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, Manhattan. That's lit. So they already transitioned into live, like real live tickets. You know, there have been people at these other bits, but I don't know if they were selling tickets. This is actually going to be ticketed. Um, uh, streamed on versus Instagram as well as Triller. Dipset versus Locks. It's, it's, I'm there. I'm there. Are you ready to get so, tickets? Oh, I'm not going to be live there. I'm, I'm on my, my iPad. Watching. I'll be on the Triller app. So, how do, okay, I got two questions for you. Well, obviously, you probably know the first one, who you got. But then how do you think they're going to format it? You think it's going to be 20, dip set, 20, locks? Or are they going to do some solo shits? You got, they, listen, because Stylespeak got solo hits. Jada got solo hits. I don't know how much Seek Blues you got. But it's entities, bro. It's Joel's, Freaky, uh, Cam, Jim Jones. Like, they got to go in. That's the, that's the part of it, because versus... 
started out with producers, right? All the songs yeah. they produced. So I would be disappointed if they did all didn't go in the individual bags. So hopefully they do like five, 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 like five, 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 five. That's fifteen, and then you know what I'm saying? Maybe uh the five group songs that would be dope too. You got Joel's three on three. You know what I'm saying? Because Freaky ain't really got no music. Yeah, but uh. I just know more Dipset, so I'm leaning Dipset. You know, Dipset was Wallet Chains, like Skull Gang, like mm. Bird Gang. Cam was that, like, come on, those were the coolest niggas. Like, you could not get cooler than Dipset. Yeah. When we was in middle school to high school, like, all the way through, them niggas, that's us. Like, they their run was over from when we was, like, started fucking to tell, you know what I'm saying? We was out of school, so. Yeah. I'm picking Dipset. I mean, I'm leaning Dipset. Yeah, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you on Dipset, bro. I can't like the locks were just before our time. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, Styles and Jada, they were still here. You know, she groups too. But like, like you said, like influence in the culture when we was growing up, Dipset was going crazy, bro. Like, you know that black rock star shit. Crazy. You know, niggas is wearing pink. Niggas is wearing. I, I remember in school wearing a big ass bandana on my ass sideways because of uh, Joel's. You know what I'm skull saying? Skull gang, skull niggas was wearing skulls and shit. True religions. Come on. It's amazing. I think about it. It's amazing being able to influence a culture because of your jigginess. Like, that's a lot of pressure. And to see your fingerprint, like, we lived in, so we was on the East Coast. So, Think about that. Obviously, the West Coast, they felt Dipset, but they didn't get influenced as much because they had their influence. Yeah. But you can literally say from this year to this year, along this whole coast of the United States, you influenced all the kids and people in this culture. That's, yeah. that's And you can't deny it. Everyone, if you know rap, you know it. And it's a fact. This is, I mean, Un, listen, you know, the, undeniable. you know the running joke is that, you know, Dipset Anthem is the, you know, the new uh, United States Anthem. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The running joke. Well, but then, the you know, Locks so they hard. Got, Locks, they got, you know, Benjamins, you gotta play. That's, that's the on time oh, brand. The Locks has, the Locks has joints. I know for a fact. But, like, you know, we I just don't know. Them. I just don't know them as well. I'm down though, I'm, I'm locked in. I really might, you might have to, you might have to pull out your jersey. You might have to pull out some shit. Like, this is one of them drums you don't have to get dressed up for. Find a bandana, put that on. Find a wallet chain, put that on. If you got some trues, you got some sculpts, anything, put that shit yeah. on. You might, have to, <laughs> you might have to go see what the fuck, uh, that fucking story is. Azumi's got, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Go get, go yeah, get a one night fit. Yeah, because you ain't trying to spend that bad because all of that, all of that true, true, true religion ain't cheap. <laughs> like, shit was never cheap. You know no. what I'm saying? I'm ready, though. Um, I guess since we're talking about entertainment, we're just going to keep running through the entertainment shit. Let's we'll start with the sadder news. We had some deaths. Um, Bismarcky, uh, best known for his hit, Just a Friend. Died dies at age fifty seven. Uh, legendary rapper Bismarcky, I read that. Uh, died Friday night, 
age 57. Um, he was battling diabetes at the end of his life. Um, his wife, Tara Hall, reportedly held hands as he passed in a Baltimore hospital around 6.25 p.m. Um, yeah, so Biz Marquis, man. Yeah, rest, in rest in peace to the God, man. You know? Rest in peace, man. Like, been around forever. Well-respected. Um, a character, you know, made his cameo throughout Hollywood and culture, you know. Beatboxing, but that was one of the... You remember when we was little, used to beatbox? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But every little... So every, me, I would beatbox. My brother would rap. He would be I, We would do that shit, and... Biz Warkey was a nigga that was known for beatboxing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Him and Dougie. But that's where I remember right. him first. Yeah, I remember him from that and, and him being just an MC and a DJ before he was even rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. And his, like, jaw popped. Like, <laughs> that nigga's mouth always open. Yeah. So, rest in peace to God. Yeah, they even, um, you know, they, they reported that he passed before he did a few weeks ago, maybe like a couple weeks ago. I guess he was sick in the hospital when people had reported it, but he didn't. So rest in peace to Bismarcky. And uh, this death, I believe this death, this death happened um, today or was reported on today. Uh, Keisha Cole's biological mother, Frankie. Frankie Lawrence has reportedly passed away at the age of 61. Frankie was reportedly celebrating her 61st birthday this weekend when she relapsed suffered a fatal drug overdose, according. So this happened this past weekend, um, according to Keisha's brother, Sam. So if you remember, Keisha Cole had that show on BT. I used to watch it because Keisha Cole was in my top two. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, um, and you remember her, her, Keisha Cole was adopted, you know what I'm saying? But she had her real mom on the show, Frankie. And Frankie had a drug addiction over California, you know what I'm saying? So that's well-documented. But it's just really sad to die on your own birthday. Like the date on your your, your tombstone is gonna have the same date twice. It's crazy. That is nuts. Rest in peace, man. You know, them drugs ain't no joke, especially this yeah, week. Man. Just to fight them demons, that drug addiction demon for so long. Yeah, commendable in itself. It's a fight, bro. It's a fight. Oh, excuse me, because it's crazy. We're watching Love After Lockup. It's like a lot of those people that's in and out of jail. Frankie was in and out of jail. Like, um, drug drug addiction is, is, it fuels all of their criminal activity, you know, and just like the downfall of life. And you see people like really struggling just to get on their feet because that shit is a motherfucking, like addiction is is one of the, is the one of the toughest demons to defeat and it's like you know when that shit get a hold of you and then you have all that trauma and that's your really your way of dealing with shit it's tough to overcome it man sad 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 mm-hmm. yeah um kings sad. and queens rest in peace some kings and queens yeah man and everybody you know that's affected by you know drug addiction oh it's tough um this happened over the weekend, I believe, and end of last week. Um, sticking with the bad news, uh, it's a little little Durkin, India Royal engaged in a shootout with home intruders on Sunday. Report. Um, pre, uh, previous reports from sources uh, revealed that a swarm of police surrounded Little Dirk and Lana home on Sunday, but at the time, more details surrounding the situation weren't yet available. According to the new report. 
Uh, the heavy police presence at the Chicago Rapids home was a result of a home invasion and a violent shootout, which apparently caused the Georgia Bureau of Investigation to look into the incident. The report reveals around 5 a.m. on Sunday, Lil Durk and his fiance in India were caught off guard by several unidentified individuals bursting into their home. Uh, although it wasn't confirmed who fired the first shots, uh, report that Dirk and India reacted to the home invasion and aggravated assault by shooting their assailants. The report uh, further clarifies that both the rapper and his baby mother allegedly discharged their firearms during the altercation. And thankfully, neither of them were hurt at the time of publishing. It has not been revealed who the home invaders were. And according to Blase Blah, Lil Dirk's attorney has so far declined comment on the situation publicly. Um, Dirk just performed in Philadelphia this past weekend. So, so obviously, no charges were filed against him. He's not in trouble, but it's crazy, man. People coming to niggas' home, rappers getting killed. We just pop smoke happened. Pop smoke just dropped the album. So, all that stuff has come back up. I've seen people doing interviews and nigga whack 100 talking about the shit, but. Like I say, man, being a rapper is like putting a target on your back, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Jim Jones wasn't speaking up. Jim said Jim Jones wasn't wrong when he said being a rapper is, is a very dangerous, one of the most dangerous jobs. Of course, like, he, you know, he wasn't talking about, like, the military or police or some shit like that. But, like, yeah. as a rapper, there is a certain target on your back because, you know, yeah. most rappers. First, most rappers are from a lifestyle where, you know, they didn't have it and they're around mm -hmm. people that didn't have it or they have people that, you know, are in their organization or that they knew that, you know, they were feeding. They're not feeding any while, you know, feeding anymore. So niggas is hungry. So they're doing wild shit. You know, the streets is talking. I don't know. If hey, you keep, I don't know if you keep your ears to the streets like I do, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> I just keep it there a little bit. The streets is talking about, you know, possible, you know, who's associated with this. And it's very interesting, you know. Okay, I saw something. I did see something that was posted more recently um, talking about, you know, little Tim, some guy. I don't know. Listen, my ear into the streets, I don't really follow it that much. Like, I'm a fan of the dirt. That's why this hit my radar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, it's just whatever is associated with him, whatever clout he's got over his head, bro, he's need, he needs a vacation. But how about this, though? Let's get into conspiracy bag, right? There's all there's always been, well, for many years now, is that conspiracy, like, to make it an industry, you got to sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? That Illuminati mm -hmm. type shit, right? But it's really crazy. Like, when you look at, I don't know if this is how universe works, universe works, but a lot of rap stars, especially Black rap stars as they going up they lose a lot of their close family members mm -hmm. we could look at megan Thee stallion losing her mother mm -hmm. and grandmother we could look at Pooh shiesty losing his brother look at Lil dirk losing his brother losing king von duh you could look at um the baby losing his brother you know what i'm saying to suicide like it's I, I don't know if this really the way and, and like even even in sports like there's there's so many stories of athletes getting drafted and Shakari like Shakari gets Shakari gets to the Olympics but her fuck her mother passes right before the Olympic trials you feel me yeah. and obviously I it's, it's that's conspiracy bag like deep in the conspiracy bag because there's no way we can correlate but correlate these things because people have losses every day and don't accomplish things right after but it's like 
you could connect those dots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Death and then people, especially in entertainment or athletics, like just their career going up, but them losing people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a slippery road, bro. It's a slippery road, fam. You know, it makes people, it makes you wonder, like, do you even want this shit? Bro, I know I want to be comfortable and I want to be successful at what I what I put my energy into, but it's just, especially when it comes to like that superstar shit, like world known, renowned, it's like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of loss, it seems like, goes along with that. It's like, when you gain, you lose, you know what I'm saying? It's like the universe balancing the shit out of some type of way. I don't know. I really don't know. It's like, it's like you're going up, but like, I think about Megan and her mom, like, that's your man, that's your day-to-day person, somebody with you all the time. And then you lose that as you become what you wanted to become. It's like, it gotta be bittersweet as a mother, but like the bitterest, the sweet, probably don't even taste the sweet because it's so bitter. It's like, I'm a millionaire now. I'm world known. My mom died. <laughs> like, I would not give a fuck. You're not right. You're not right. You're not, you won't forever be right. I wouldn't give a fuck about none of that shit. And then it's like, this, this, it's more fuel to your fire. It probably wouldn't be great because you know what y'all, what you was building when they were here. And then you know they probably want more from you. So, and it, you can say that about everybody. Everybody loses somebody, you know? And when you try to channel in the right way. But um, we just talked about a lot of death and a lot of bad shit happening. Let's talk about some good, let's talk about some fun shit. You know? Yeah, bro. I'm uh, we'll keep it light, you know what I'm saying? I, oh, you've caught it before, right? Uh, many times, many times. Yeah, you know, I have to. And I, you know, I thought about this while I was cuddling. Uh, you know, what are the unspoken rules of cuddling that we we haven't discussed? You're like, I don't think it's a discussion on what to do when you're cuddling. And mm-hmm. I thought about this because I had to fart one day while I was cuddling. And I thought about, like, should I ruin the mood mm. by farting, like, leaving the room and farting because it's rude to fart, you know, especially you don't know if it's a uh, a sneaky bomb, so you don't want to ruin the room, ruin the mood with a stank fart, mm-hmm. and you don't want to ruin the mood with a loud fart, and you just want to want to be a gentleman and leave, but then I ruin some mood. Well, let me say this: I that never can happen to me because my farts smell like roses. Um, <laughs> my my when I break wind, it's like a breeze coming over a mountain top. It is like refreshing and cool. Like I have a weird thing, like my shit don't even stink. You feel me? A breeze like I'm over the mountain top. Yes, like a cool, like it goes down in the valley and there's a river in the valley and then it comes back like okay. I have a, So I don't really want to speak to that, but I can imagine having farting and it's stinking. I can imagine yeah. that. I'll do that yeah. for purposes of this conversation. I'll do that. Yeah. But there's for sure rules. The fart, the fart rule, right? You gotta, it's definitely depending on how early you're doing in your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I've I've been fucking girls like one or two times 
and I, or like especially the first time, I'm not farting. I will yeah, hold, hold that it, right? It's, right? It's what you I hold fart. that fart through the whole night, especially if like I don't know how much she liked me yet. I hold that fart through the whole night, bro. I'm talking about stomach bubbling, all that. I will not fart <laughs> at all. Yeah, you feel me? And if I do really got a fart, I'm going to the bathroom to fart. Yeah. So I'll break the cuddle to get up to go to the bathroom to fart. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not like that's I could just that's I could see that as being you know people. It'd be one thing to turn somebody off. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. So if you're not even that well established, I'm getting up. Uh, I don't want you to fart around me because that's that's a big turn off for me. If a girl fart around me. At least the first couple of days, yeah. First couple of night sessions, do not just take it upon yourself to just yeah, be, don't, break and win. Yeah. Don't let that thing go. Go to the bathroom, rush the water, or something like that. You know. Oh yeah, I'm cutting on the faucet. I'm cutting on the fan. And <laughs> I don't think I ever took it this too this far, but like sitting on the toilet and flushing the fart. Yeah, you gotta be safe, man. Because I'm not trying to have it on my I've record. Ever, I don't think I've ever shit at a girl's house the first couple of nights I've stayed there. Yeah. You let that I, bro, one time I spent the whole day with this girl. <laughs> and you know when you spend the whole day, like, from morning to night? And then you end up at her crib. And, bro, you didn't eat. You didn't everything, bro. I had the shit. It's, it's, but it's, that should be unacceptable. Like, I just came but, over. Like came over like at like eight and just dropped the load in that joint. But like you spent the whole day with Shorty, y'all ate and shit. That's I think that's acceptable. But still, I was still at that phase where I wasn't quite sure, so I didn't even want to shit really. And then it was like a real like it was a it was a real deal, Holyfield doo doo. So then like we was in the bed. I had to, so it was bad. I was fighting it. You know, you hit the bubble gun. So I was like, oh, I gotta go. And it was like one of them evacuation shits, like. <laughs> like, wait, yeah yeah so i broke the cuddle to go shit and i'm like damn like this was this was a lot and this was like younger days so there wasn't all the the spray in the bathroom yeah and like and i was like this and this before the baby wipe days too yeah so i'm just dry toilet paper wiping i'm like yo i don't feel clean yes and okay. i didn't want to get right back in the bed Right after that, right? So yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me hop in the shower real quick. <laughs> and this is mad early. This is before, like, I even had, I didn't have shit at her crib, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I cannot get back in the bed after taking the shit I just took without, <laughs> without washing. <laughs> so... I got in the shower and then it was just, I was mad, self-conscious. I was like, let me get in the shower. Then I got out of the shower. Like, obviously I didn't have no towel or nothing. So I had yeah. to like dry off. Yeah. I had to like dry off with my beater or something. <laughs> and then I got back in the bed. I just remember just like being mad awkward, like mad awkward. After. But um, I, I believe I did spend the rest of the night, but there was no hanky-panky to happen after that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I so. And then after that, that's when my shit started smelling like uh, mountain breezes. Oh, okay. You know but I mean? um, for me, I, I do a little. I try to see. I do a little poop, a little, a little like like you see, like you can hold it a little bit. Like I try to push it out just a little bit. Oh, a little poop. 
Yeah, yeah, a little, little. I thought you said you do a little poop. I'm like, so nah. you telling me you shit a little bit and it's not? Nah, nah a little poop. What? A little, little poop. A little poop just to see where it's at, right? Because like you feel your, you feel your like, what if I could just let it go? You got, you got, you got some control to, to just let a little bit. Because <laughs> listen, I, I can feel it. Like if I know my, if my stomach go crazy, I'm going. I'm leaving immediately. But if I can like the little, little seat and I can just <laughs> enough where it's enough where it's not gonna overtake the room. Mm-hmm. But where it's still like if I can it's still in my proximity where I know Bruh, where it's busy. I'm be honest though, I didn't let a fart out and didn't it didn't smell. <laughs> like this is before the mountain breeze shit. Like literally, I oh, so had to let you let the whole thing out. I let like a gust. It was like, like a, it wasn't no sound. It just yeah. like air. And yeah. I was like, and I was so nervous. I was like, let me. You're nervous, like, right? Yeah. I was like, oh damn, this joint don't even stink or not. Like I was, I felt like good. And it was enough to relieve the pressure to where I didn't have to, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's why I try to leave a, a, relieve a little pressure just to see where it's at. I don't want to let the whole thing go. Cause then now we're in a different predicament. But you know, mm-hmm. if I can, if I let that little poot out, and then you can see where you're at for the rest of the part. If you got it, yeah. you got it. That that's but that's that's definitely a cover rule. But now you got me thinking about farts. <laughs> it's like most of the time you're free, right? Like you're free and you let them go, especially when you're by yourself. You're not even thinking about farting. You just do it. You're yeah. Like, it's only when you get around like a significant other, somebody you care about, that you be like trying to be more conscious of your farts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially like outdoors or in the whip, but like every once in a while before the mountain breeze, I fart and that shit gets to you. You be like, God damn, nigga, like that yeah. shit. You be really concerned for yourself sometimes. You smell your shit. You <laughs> that like, that tells me it's time for me to go use the bathroom. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck, dog? Like, <laughs> Like that shit crazy. So you guys, and it, it happens to me. It happened before Mountain Brew. When I was in the car, when I'm in the car and you let that shit go by, and you be like, God damn, nigga, like you gotta run out of the way on your own shit. That's yeah. yeah. But, um, um, definitely I'm about like, like, how long do you, how long do you let your arm die before you say so? That's where I was gonna move to, bruh. So I realized that I'm, I'm, I have some asshole shit. I'm not even getting to that point. As soon as I think I'm, the cuddle's done. Like I'm done with the, I'm gonna move my arm and we won't be cuddling that way. Cause I am not letting my arm die, bro. I'm not, I'm not. Mm. Um, as the, we only listen. We only cuddle for five minutes if that's all we got. I'm sorry, I can't, I'm not <laughs> sleeping through the night. Yeah. I'm not sleeping through the night. It also depends on how horny I am. Because, like, if I'm really trying to get that good proximity and I'm trying to put my meat between the butt and shit like that, yeah. I might sacrifice the arm. Cause okay. You have to. Okay. Because, like, if I'm really, like, trying to let you know where I'm at or, like, I'm really, like, just trying to put my dick between your butt, really, <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice the arm. I will. I'll sacrifice no. the arm. All right. Listen, I think I might go, I might go a minute maybe two minutes of numbness before I say something. Like, mm-hmm. because if it was a good cuddle, y'all entrenched with each other. 
Yes, yes. But then her arm, her head be right here in the cuff. Like, you know, right or on the muscle. Yes. Right like, on the blood vessel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, I, I, I also agree with you. If I'm trying to stir up the pot, I might go a little bit longer, you know what I'm saying? I might move my hands, try to get my hands to move just so that there's blood. Wiggle your fingers and shit. Yeah. But there has been times where I've had like an all-night cuddle and somehow, I guess maybe I got that good spot like with the crook of the neck and like Mm -hmm. it was enough circulation to where my arm wasn't falling asleep. But that's so rare. Like I could, I could probably count on my hands how many times I've had that happen. Oh, it doesn't happen. I don't. I think we might have to teach a class to women on how to properly cuddle. Yeah, man. Think about a nigga arm, bro. Like listen, well, they don't care. And how about this though? I be trying to make. I be trying to beat a little spoon. Oh, listen, listen. Come on now. Oh, you trying to go there? You trying to go there? I'll be. I be like. Hold me. I would say, yo, hold me. <laughs> I literally say, yo, hold me. Like, hold me. You try to yeah. go there, because listen, I'm a little spoon me. Let's go. <laughs> hold me, baby. Like, literally, I don't have no shame. Hold me. Like, you put the arm on top, and they be throwing a leg on top of you. You feel nice and warm, and you feel protected. in the pocket. <laughs> Put me in the pocket. Listen, you talking now? You now you talking? Hell yeah, bro! Like, let's go! Like, stop! Look, it don't gotta be you talk. It don't gotta be me always behind you. Get pause. Get behind me and put your shit. Put some titties around my neck. Mm. Put some titties on my back. Put them on my shoulder. Put you know what I'm saying? Let me feel that thought. Let me feel that heat coming from in between your thigh. I want that. You know what I'm saying? When you put the leg on top of my leg, I know what I know what game it is. There you we, go, we, bro. We sleeping good right now. But see, I've I've had some really good naps with some jumps though. Like it was a jump that I used to just nap with. Like and it was like one. We would get great naps. Hmm. Great in a little ass twin bed. Were you the big or the little spoon? We we I, I was to use a gay term. I was burst. <laughs> okay. I would be big. I'd I'd be little. And see, a real good nap is like you'll trade off. Like I'll be the big spoon for from some of the nap. Then I'll roll mm-hmm. over. Then you'll roll over, and you'll be behind me. Boom. But mm-hmm. I do I do need. Unless like I'm really trying to get some sleep, if I'm trying to cut, I need you to always be in contact with me at all times. Like you have to have some part of your body on me at all times for it to be a certified cut. Like you know what I'm saying? Sure. Your hand, your foot, your thigh, something has to be on me. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's a cut. It wouldn't be a cut if any other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you. <clears throat> let me ask you. How do you? How do you tell your man? Pause. Oh, that cuddle versus it's sexy time because when you get you get you get dick on butt, it's 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 kind of crazy, you know. What I'm saying you don't you don't know that it's cuddle time versus not sexy time. So this mm-hmm. is um, we're talking to the man right here, you know. what I'm saying, you know, what are some techniques for you? Oh, so- okay. Well, just to straight up like throwing the ass back, 
I've been I've been a part of the meme. Like when girls be like, they'll like everyone listen, they they intentionally just throw ass on your dick. Like it's like crazy. literally there's times where I don't know if I'm a hit. So I'm literally like, all right, we just gonna sleep. And then one seven one seventy in the morning, <laughs> two ten in the morning, she just uh, I call uh, it and I'm scoop. like I call it the scoop. And I'm like, oh, so you try and get, and then like, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the hint guy, bro. Oh, you want some dick right now? Just tear, oh, you want some dick, bet. Say less. Take the panties off. Pull them down. Take them off. Okay. And then I proceed to do what I got to do, but the scoop always works. Um, the hand on the meat, just start massaging the meat. Always works. Um. Go ahead and go put that thing in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Wake, wake him up. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, wake him up. So what do you do when you're you 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 think it's the scoop, but she just getting comfortable because they want to get in your pocket too. See, well then you just gonna have you gonna have to, obviously you're gonna shoot that shot. So you gotta have to test. You gotta find out. You know, you scoop. I go ahead and try to slip my hand in the in the drawers or something, and then you be like, oh, 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 oh. then I'll be like. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But especially like early on, like I spent the night, I, I've spent the night and not hit. You know what I'm saying? I've done that. I won't do that more than three times. Oh yeah, now you're just you're playing house. So them first nights, like when we're really like, all right, I'm just spending the night, nigga, you're not fucking, or I'm on my period, but you could spend the night, whatever shits. You know, uh, you want to let a nigga know because I've, I've even had experience where I'm trying to slide in and she's like, oh no, I'm on my period. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You ain't tell me that before we got in the bed and I started putting my meat on your bag and stuff like that. Then I'm just going to be real nice. I was like, listen, I want my meat in between your butt the entire night. Okay? That's a comfy place to be. That's a comfy place to be. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, maybe she's a she's a giving person. She wanted to, hey, throw the top of me or something. You know what I'm saying? You trying to let a nigga, you know, I'm a regular guy. So I don't know. I don't always get the royal treatment, but yeah, cuddling is it's fun, man. I, I love a cuddle. I love a cuddle. But when I'm done, I'm done. I'm one of those like once I'm like once I'm like literally done, I'm done. Like I'm I've been like I said, I've been called an asshole for that. Like just stopping it. Like damn, why you just you just don't when you don't want to cuddle no more. It's over. Like yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. You know, I respect that. You know, the like, vibes, the vibes. Or like, no, I'm just not comfortable. I can't go to sleep like this. It is, it is, it is, it's more, it's less comfortable for men than it's for women. Mm-hmm. Because they, like I said, we might have to teach a class, Terry, where they, where they can successfully position their head and their body mm-hmm. where our arms don't fall asleep. Because that's the number one reason why men don't cuddle for a lot of the reasons. Is a, I mean, amongst other reasons, because your arm falls asleep, and it's horrible, bro. You ever, you ever actually like sleep on your arm the whole night, and then you wake like the whole night for hours, and then you wake up, nigga, that you want to cry. It's garbage, bro. Nigga, your arm be day be like uh, it'll literally take like 10, 15 minutes for your shit to be right again, and then, uh, that's that shit is. Uh. Mm. And also, this is a trick. This is a trick for the colors. Sometimes. Say like me, like you call to cuddle quits. You're like, all right, you cuddle a little bit before bed. 
then you're going to bed, you're really going to sleep, I'll roll over, go to sleep. When you wake up in the morning, you get that morning cuddle. That's usually why you get the morning sex, Bobby. The more, and then it could lead to morning sex. Damn, morning sex, minute, dog. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. It's been like, it's been a minute. I might have to, I might have to tap back into that. So it's like, I don't have afternoon sex and all, but ain't no morning sex. Yeah. Um, where, where, where do you, this, and this might be invasive, like, where do you think you, you laid down the best? Are you a night guy, are you an afternoon guy, or you're a morning guy? I'm a man- very spontaneous, like, like, I like to do it before dinner. Work up, a, work up, some, uh, work up, a work appetite. up, an appetite, work up, a, like, like, 6 p.m., 5, you know what I'm saying, 5 p.m., no, about 5 p.m. to, like, 8.39, before 9. Before 9. Before 9? Before, before 9. That's a good way to go to bed. Even on the weekend, like, on the weekend, like, let's do it before we go out. So we could come back and it's go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, or I do it, like, late night. But, see, if I'm really fucking, like, so I'm going to be tired in the morning. Oh, yeah. On a weekday, yeah. like if I really like fuck, like I'm gonna be tired. So like I want it before nine. And then even on the weekends, I like it afternoon. You know what I'm saying? And then like I like to sleep in, so I ain't really trying to fuck in the morning on the weekend either. But maybe like Sunday late morning, boom. Okay. I'm like a, Sunday more like after we kind of we're still in the bed lounging around, like boom, let me get it. That's 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 optimal right there. I'm a mid-afternoon guy. Uh, around like, like you said, you know, you stay in the bed till like nine, ten. So around like eleven, get it popping. You know what I'm saying? And the rest of your day is still there. And like, also, for me, I think I've gone to crazy like three in the afternoon, like three to five. Like you when said, you've gone the craziest. Yeah, like when you're supposed to be at work for like two to five, like like mid afternoon. Nah, but whole time I go to crazy late night though. Like on the drunk nights where I'm drunk and I'm not going to sleep, like that's when the nigga get. Like I'll be fucking don't even know I'm like yo. I was like fucking for like an OD like a stupid long time. Like yo, why am I fucking this long? Like I don't have to prove this. Long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are some there are some times where you're just like, who am I proving? What what, what am I doing? This but. Time? But I think there's sometimes when you do have to prove that shit. Like you gotta, re- you gotta remind her. Like, bro, I will tear this whole motherfucker up. Like, because mm-hmm. you, know you know we we get to a little habit. Like, blah, blah, quick, quick little 20, 30 minute don'ts. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes you're like, nah, I'm about to slay your shit. Now the real test of your uh, cardio ability is doing something for like five minutes straight. You'll see how good you, how good you've been in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, it helps them see that's what I'm saying. But being in the gym and working out, it helps a lot. Like it really helps a lot. Your energy be better. That's why I exercise, like I really be trying to find the time to do that shit because like I feel better. I feel like I fuck better when I'm like consistently exercising. You got that stamina, bro. Pause. Yeah. My burp, like I'm saying, hitting them burpees. And literally there's times where like I get really motivated. I'm like, yo, I, I want to make sure that I'm still looking good and fucking good, you know. That's why, you know. I want to make sure I still look good, still feel good, because 
I'm not gonna get too in detail, but I like I like to look in the mirror, you know what I'm saying? Before like I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying, try to tone up something. Like all I gotta do is get this right, and then you know what I'm saying, and uh-huh. then bruh, <laughs> one time I caught myself in the mirror and I wasn't prepared. And I was like, they're like, I was like in like really getting it. And I was like, damn, I looked at the mirror, I was like, damn, nigga, I'm fucking fucking. <laughs> like, you know what I'm like it was like some porno shit. I was like, okay, good job. So but all of that to bring full circle, start with a cuddle. Start with a cuddle. Gotta love those, man. Um, what else do we have on our list today? Uh, what else do we have on our list today? That was um, we were supposed to talk about Coyle Ray, but I scratched that shit. Doctor yeah. Death. Listen, let's talk about let's talk about. You know, you're catching up on you know our reality TV show, uh, Love Like a Lockup. I just want to just. Give my prayers and my, you know, my love to Deontay. Nothing's happening. <laughs> He's just still going outside. You know, Deontay. That's the one that that the blonde white girl. Yeah, you know, this past episode, um, he took her out to, but he's still not getting no sex. She did a strip tease. She did a strip tease in lingerie, and left this and told him he wasn't getting no pussy. So he. He was like, she was strip teasing him, then walked into the. Uh... Yeah, can I pause this for a second? Yeah. How long, not no Steve Harvey, how long does a real nigga wait for sex? <clears throat> At the maximum. At the maximum, right? Uh, so long, this, I think, I think there needs to be waiting. Tears. How long are you waiting for sex, bro? Because a matter of fact, I, I, I got a story. I've done a couple, I weeks. A I've done a couple weeks. I've done a couple weeks. I've, maybe in a month. Maybe in a month. A couple weeks means at a couple weeks is no more than two months. So no more than two months. Six weeks. Six no weeks more, is the, no more than two months. Like I've done like a month. I've done like a month. But like, I'm talking about like you actually dating each other. I don't even know how we date and then we not fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. All right. No, so I'll take like, that back. There's, there's tears to it. There's tears to it. There's te- like, there's like seriously, there's tears to it. Like if I'm spending money on you, like we're going to din- dinner, movies, drinks, and shit like that. You only get like four you get like three. Of them. You get like you get like three dates, my nigga. That's like four. Okay, that's just like a month of that. Like all right, thirty days. <laughs> we getting to know each other. It gotta be like it's like I I like the progression. All right, kiss. Make out, get real ready, maybe touch each other. You know what I'm saying? The bases, just like back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. First base, second base, third base, boom. You gotta, you gotta get a home invention. So this dude, Deontay, he's he. First of all, if I'm talking to you for months in jail, I'm 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 hitting, I'm preparing for the home run as soon as you get out. And he has too. You know what I'm saying? Plus he's spending, I think he's at thirty thousand dollars a shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. If you're spending money, that cuts down. Not, I'm not talking about date money. I'm talking about literally putting, like, giving you money. Like I said, like, right away. there's tears. There's tears. You're he's, he's accelerated that dating process with the money he's spending. That's exactly and what she, the money does. The and money she's not even. She's not even. She's not. She can't even use that in real life. You know what I'm saying? You're spending money on books and phone calls. And commissary. I'm sorry, real niggas not waiting that long to fuck. I'm sorry. 
Like, it's not even that player. And outside of being a gentleman, obviously, you know, people are dating for purpose. Say you're dating for a wife, you're dating, like, sex Sex can be put to the back for, for a reason like that. But you you getting a jump out the bank for his specific situation, and I'm going to tell you the story that, uh, well, some a personal story, not not me, but someone that t- someone tell him, told me this. It's like, you got to fuck right away, bro. If I'm picking you up, if I'm bailing you out and picking you up in the bank, that's, I'm paying for that pussy, literally. Yeah. If I want the pussy. But um, story, I have a friend, a friend of mine, he's talked to the girl, basically the girl of his dreams. His tight, you know what I'm saying? Like, she got her shit together, no kids, good girl, head on her shoulders, everything. Like, his, his prototype jump. But she, she hits you with the, I'm celibate. And I've been celibate. And so, you know, as a man, when you hear that celibate word, I used to not believe in it. But obviously, some, some women are really serious about that. They're not going to they're not gonna have sex until they're married type of women. Like, I'm celibate until I'm married. So he told me that she actually started her celibacy in the middle of her last relationship. And then her relationship ended after she went celibate in the relationship. I think that's weird, all bucks. Yeah. To go celibate in the middle of a relationship? Yeah. Just one of the parties, not like both of y'all agree to not fucking like, go celibate. Okay. So she's celibate when you meet her, but you dating her. And she tells you this, but you don't need to be like, nah, I'm, I'm still going to hit it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. She stays strong. She doesn't give it up. But she starts to break down a little bit. Like, she'll let you make out with her. You know what I'm saying? Y'all kiss. Little heavy petting, messing around, but nothing, nothing comes out. No dick comes out, no pussy comes out, no titties come out, nothing. But he likes this girl. The girl, but, but he and he's entertaining it. And I'm like, can you be celibate? Are you willing to go celibate for her? Are you willing to get on that train? And she's trying to bring God and spirituality, all of that into it. So it's one of those situations. So like she's talking about, she's looking for a husband. She's trying to be celibate to find her husband. She wants someone to be on the same type of time. But you're not on that time. You're actively fucking. Yeah. Like you're you're sexually active. You're not not celibate. You had no plans to be celibate. This woman doesn't really seem to be compatible for you, but you're really drawn to her. The dude was really drawn to her, really wanted to be with her. And he was telling me a situation. And I was like, look, either you're gonna be celibate or she's gonna start fucking. Those are the only two options. So which one do you think? No, 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 no. He can still fuck. Like he can still have like a side piece on the side. Like, fuck other bitches, right? That's true. Yeah. But you're not being honest with her about fucking other bitches. You to her, right. she doesn't know about it. So you just gonna do your your dirt on the side. Basically, it's dirt. Did he tell? Did he tell her that he he was going to celibate? He told her that he wasn't messing with nobody seriously. That he was only talking to her seriously. And he didn't tell her that he was gonna be celibate. He was just kind of try to hamstring it along till he can get the pussy. He's like, I'm going to keep talking to her and I'll wear her down, basically. Sure. And she's giving indications like she's pushing her line further back. First, she's just making out. Then she's dry humping, like literally, real, rubbing on, getting on top of you. Then you're giving her a, a, a massage and states to undress, topless and shit. But then she, you're still not fucking. So now... You feel like you're wearing her down, but it's a slow wear down. Mm-hmm. Like this is over two months, three months. Like this is this is a prize. This is 
three plus months. Mm-hmm. But she's the girl you really want. You really like her. She can tell you really into her. You you've actually made that emotional connection. So update: this dude still hasn't fucked, still dating her, but now she's giving nigga the head. This is like four months later. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I'd be satisfied with just head and dating you exclusively. No more. So he's not messing around outside. He he was, but that he kind of fell off because some other shit happened to him. This nigga got burnt. Got, got, got was burning. <laughs> so well, this is not sex. So he can hide that for a little bit. He can hide it, but he got it cleared up. Like he got the shot and all that shit. He got it cleared up. This is in twenty twenty one, by the way. <laughs> so four months and just had like I don't know if I could do that because. Like you said, I would go somewhere else to get it. Yeah. And still entertain Shorty. That's what yes. I would do. I, I I would give the same advice. Like, bro, you just, you know, go find you a little something that you can fuck on, no feelings attached. And then you still, you know, still, still, if you still like the Shorty, you give your emotions to her. And you just, if she asks, tell her, like, you know, I just, I can't commit to celibacy, but I really like you. You know what I'm saying? So that you're not uh, stringing her all along or wasting her time, but you're also true in your your pursuit of you know you can't just go off and stand off from having sex. It's just crazy, you know. Salute to that brother playing the long game, bro. That is a long fucking game that I was like I just didn't know if I had it in me to play. But it's really like back to your nigga, the nigga that you um talking about on. Love after lockup. He's he's playing a long game, and he didn't even intend to play a long game. Nah, he thought he was. She thought she it was. It was on a popping when they came out. But it's not even the fucked up part, bro. Like, so he takes. Of course, he's still tricking on the woman. He takes her to go get uh her hair done, and she invites her friend to come out. And her friend, another uh, jail friend, asked her, you know, when's the last time you've had sex? Mm. He said. She said, "What a man or what a woman." Mm. You so, know what? This is a reoccurring theme on that show. Yeah, they was. She had a little jail bitch in that junk, and then that gets even stickier, uh, trickier. The little jail bitch just got released too, and now she's trying to reconnect with the jail bitch because she had feelings for that junk. Bro, you should be fucking them both. And he don't even know. He don't even know yet. That's and a reoccurring thing on this show. It's like, I'm just going to say this. If you come off top doling out money like that, you're not the nigga that she's submitting to because no. you're submitting to her. You're giving her. And she's giving you what? A, a relationship, effect, a, a communication. You're already at a loss. You're not coming into the shit balance. She's 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 got something over you to where she's manipulating you to give her all of this, and she's not giving up anything. You know what I'm saying? It's, she's it's, stringing you along with the hope of pussy, and you are paying for hope. It's it's one of those things where you just you pray for him. Like, granted, he doesn't know all this shit, right? So you're just like, God damn, brother, it just gets worse and worse. But if you was knocking her boots. She would, might be able to tell you, but 
it takes a very exceptional man to, to, to do that. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and act like, oh, it's easy just to, to fuck a girl out of jail and then fuck the girl she was fucking with. I'm not saying that's easy. But what I'm saying is that should be your goal. <laughs> yeah. And then aim for the aim for the stars and then come down like, all right, okay, I'm I can't fuck her prison girlfriend. She can fuck her prison girlfriend, but I need to be her, bro. You spending thousands upon thousands. You could do like the it's 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 the it's backwards. It's not player and it's backwards. Yeah, he's not he's not living to the cold, man. It's 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 just sad to see. You want to call and you want to reach out and help. <laughs> you want to call, <laughs> bro. It's it's this is a phrase that is old, is is very old, but he literally is putting a pussy on a pedestal. He has yeah. the pussy up too high. It is it is it's um it may be a what's the word misogynistic or whatever you want to say but if you want to win if you want to win you gotta he gotta take the pussy off that damn pedestal because she's she got the pussy up here it's out of his reach he ain't even getting the pussy but a strip tease it's like all all i gotta do is do this and he'll do this and he'll do that and guess what right before you hit she gonna skate oh i got all i got out of him and i didn't even have to fuck yeah at least be the nigga that she got to fuck to get all that shit out. You know what I'm saying? You the and nigga she don't even got. You the nigga she don't even have to fuck to get all of that shit out of him. Let her know from up front, like, hey, you want this, this, and this? The privileges of being with me? You got to actually be with me. You got to be down. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. bust it open. Like, it's, it's really simple. You got to bust it open if you want $30,000 of money. <laughs> like, that's not even a crazy thing to say. But... It's, 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 it's sickening. It's just you have to see your black like a black brother, you know, go do, go through this. It's not like he's not like he's not like he's super corny. Like you can see, he has a little bit of swag. He wears jewelry. Oh, it's a jean. It's a sucker jean. It's a gene. It's just like we said. There's a hater gene. Yeah. It got to be something in his genetics that that make him go out sad like that. Cause. I've had I've been in situations where I didn't come out on the on the on the, in the winning side of some some situations or but no actually yeah but more common like I've been ghosted like things like that has happened to me but I've never been manipulated to that point it's a gene that a nigga got that let that let him that let a girl use a nigga like that because I'm fine with being used I know that some shit I got it got but it got to be symbiotic you're not about to just suck for me. And, yeah. and I don't, you know what I'm saying? Let's 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 attach to each other, not let you fucking leech onto me and fucking suck me dry. Like what what type of shit you and you think that's love or you think that she into you? Bro, come on, man. Bust it open. <laughs> well, that's just the Beyonce, man. You know, every Friday, we TV, I'm locked in. Love after lock I'm 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 warning now, I'm catching up. And another thing. When you in jail, you come out of jail horny as a motherfucker. You should be ready to go. She should be horny. Listen, the the uh, I've seen people in love out of lockup. The first thing they be like, yo, we gotta get somewhere. But like that's the first thing they trying to do. Like, like it's just like she came out talking about I have anxiety. I don't want nobody touching me. Like, nah, that's not working for me. I'm sorry. Well, um, call me when you get your anxiety stuck together. Where are you gonna stay? Uh, I could drop you off somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But and. Uh, and and I hate that sex has to be the caveat for people. Sex is like, but 
this is the game you playing, bro. I didn't, t- I didn't tell you to fucking write a letter to a girl in jail. You know what I'm saying? And, and fall in love. I didn't tell you to do none of that shit. I love this show. Pray for him, man. Get his number, man. Talk to him, bro. We're gonna, we might have to get his name on the show, whatever. Um, shit, we've been talking for a while. What else we got on the schedule? That was it. I mean, that was it. Doctor Death. Uh, let's talk about it next week. I, I want you to catch up and watch it. I'll watch it. You send me the site. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, yeah. You know that site is a. Uh, it's a good site. You know you can. It's free. But you know the only caveat is a certain caveats of like streaming whole shows and watching old movies. Mm. But if you pay like fifteen dollars, whatever, it gives you like unlimited access to anything on the fucking planet. So I, I haven't decided if I want to pay for it yet, but I might. And it's like it's you know most most things most movies that comes out is HD with cat closed captions in like a week. I'm down. Yeah. I, I pay for like that's the thing about like like you you will literally pay for entertainment like it's it, it, it gotta be part of your budget. Oh man, you know me. I'm a scammer. So until I have to pay for something. You know, I will scam the best way. I yeah, can. they they better do their best to keep it away from you. Okay, it's what you're saying. Yeah, for the free or for the, you know, they gotta they gotta put a, put that paywall up there early. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, all right, well, listen, that's 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 that sounds like a wrap to me. Um, I want to say, you know, thank you for everyone that showed up and came to the event last week. It went well. You know, it was a soft rollout for, you know, James to reality. We had a good time, drank a lot of good liquor, had heard good music, you know. We got more on the way. Uh, come fuck with your boys. You know, follow me at, uh, you know, dreams underscore to reality underscore on Instagram. I think I said it right. I don't know the name, but, you know, you can search, you know, search it. Um, you know, follow the pod, model talks all across every social, you know, subscribe to the YouTube, you know, come talk to us on the Instagram, you know what I'm saying? You know, chat us up in the comments or in the DMs, you know what I'm saying? We want to, we want to have that uh, discourse with you all. If you watch Love Act the Lockup, I want to talk to y'all about it. I just can't talk to Terry about it every week. I want to talk to y'all because I want y'all to, I know y'all seeing the fuck what we seeing. Like we're not the only crazy niggas in this world. Like just be watching people thinking that they're crazy. I want to have a. We, we might have to start a love after lockup. You know, clubhouse or you know chat. Or, you know, what I'm saying whatever. I, I just want to talk to the fans. I'm gonna talk to love after lockup fans because this shit. Is I'm gonna watch this shit after we get off of here. Man. Um, Terry, you got any announcements? Anything you want the people to, to know? No, man. Like, subscribe, comment. I'm going to push for you guys to comment on whatever platform you watch it on. Um, go to Apple Podcast and leave a comment. You can say whatever you want. You can say, I hate it. You can say, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Comments help. Um, and thank you guys for listening. All right. Now, thank you again. And uh, I remember on the Path to Player, them, there are three rules of success. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to the code. And stay dangerous. I want to say thank you again for listening to another episode of Model Talks, man. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. All of them.
rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart top is a celebration, bitches. Behind, I wish for you a hundred years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one D boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. Be the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Chillin', I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. 